Assalamualaikum. Hello friends. Welcome to another episode of Heartful Talks with Julie. With me, Julie, your hard work coach. In this episode, I would like to share what I always do at the end of each calendar year, which is an annual reset. This is where I take a look back at almost 11 months and evaluate on the things that happened, my big and small wins, the challenges that I faced throughout the year, the lessons that I've learned, and also plan for my upcoming year. I've started doing this in 2020, subhanAllah. The inspiration is actually coming from a YouTube channel that I've been following since 2020 as well. And it is from Rowena Chai's Unpotato Challenge. Alhamdulillah. And since then, I've been doing this annual reset regularly. Actually, this annual reset has become my year-end tradition and this will be my third year in a row doing this. Yay! Alhamdulillah! I can say that it has made a positive impact in my life in terms of practicing gratitude by taking a pause and reflect on the good things that happened and the blessings that I have received for this year. I think that we all feel this way nowadays. Time passes by so quickly that we get surprised that it's already the weekend. Or, much appropriately, we get surprised that it's December already, subhanAllah. And we wonder, what did we do for the past months, right? Which is also weird because we still have the same 24 hours a day, but somehow time is running faster than before. Perhaps it's because that we are so busy with so many things right now at work or in the house or maybe in our communities that's why we don't even have time to feel bored anymore isn't it it just keeps going and going and going and hustling and hustling and hustling taking time to pause and reflect helps a lot to put things in the right perspective it's actually giving me the safe space to be kind to myself Especially when I feel like I'm falling behind because there are still so many things incomplete on my to-do list. And when I start to look at the other things that I've accomplished so far, like all the big wins and the small wins for the year, I can confidently say, good job, Julie. It prevents me from focusing on what's incomplete or pending on my to-do list and just simply diminish the worth or value of my accomplishments. That is something I really, really try to avoid because I'm the kind of person who likes to be perfect or who likes to plan as much as possible and achieve what I'm supposed to do based on my plan. However, reflecting on my big wins and small wins motivates me to continue working on my goals for next year and not to get stuck in the past. And if there are some things that I wasn't able to accomplish, it's okay. Maybe it is not meant to be completed for now. And inshallah, I know I can continue working on these projects in the coming year. This exercise also gives me clarity on what I want to continue working or what new goals that I want to set for the following year. 
It allows me to review the goals that I want to carry forward and maybe some priorities that I also need to drop or deprioritize because changes in life happens and most of the times we have to adjust based on the season of life we are going through at the moment. This part has taught me to be flexible on my goals and plans because we can plan as much as we want. I can do all the productivity tools and all the planning tools that I can get and use it to its full potential. But Aula's plans is definitely better than what I had in mind. So the lesson here is we should also learn how to adjust or to be flexible and dedicate space for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's plans in our life to happen. One more thing that I look forward in this activity is applying the lessons that I've learned from this year. Reflecting on these lessons allows me to grow, alhamdulillah. Because focusing on the mistakes and thinking about what if I did this or what if I did it differently or I chose option A or B, it will just make me feel stuck. So I don't want that. So I'm really excited what else that I can do better in the next coming year. And I will continue striving and working hard for my ultimate destination, which is Jannah or Paradise. The first week of annual reset will be easy peasy, no worries. I want you to spend a bit of a time reflecting on the wonderful things that you are grateful for. Since it is year 2022, I am challenging you to write 22 things that you feel grateful for this year. For my own experience, I was able to write at least 10 things at the top of my head. But as I continue, I feel like I'm scrambling for what to write next. Subhanallah. So what I did is I just go through my phone gallery and look at the pictures that I took this year because I'm that kind of person who likes to take pictures for remembrance. So this is a quick hack for me to look back from the previous year or from the previous months and see what I have been up to and what are the things that I experienced. And those are the things that I actually added in my 22 things. Alhamdulillah. You can also search your Instagram, your Facebook, or your Twitter feeds, or whatever social media that you have. And you can just scroll back. It's just a few months. And see what were your highlights that you have shared in your social media. If this is still not helping you out, what I suggest are the following things. First, Look at the things that you did and you were proud of. Think about something that you've never done before or something that you were afraid of doing but you did it anyway this year. The second one, think about the things that you overcome this year. What were the challenges that you faced this year and you were able to overcome it? Also, think about your health. Did you get sick this year or you did not get sick at all? So think about the hardships that you've went through and how are you still standing here today? How are you still living and breathing here today? Be grateful for that. The third thing is, think about the things that went well this year despite of all the other things that happened in your life. 
think about the moments that you really did good and it exceeded your expectation. Think about something like a wonderful surprise that happened. Maybe your friends or your family surprised you on your birthday or you had a celebration of something that you have achieved. Or maybe it's not you, but maybe you've celebrated something for your family, for your kids or for your friends. Think about those wonderful moments. Those are the things that we should be grateful for. Here's another suggestion. Think about the things that you owned or you have bought this year. For example, it could be a phone or a gadget that you've been saving up for many, many months. Or an additional book that you've bought. And those are the books inside in your to-be-read list or TBR list. Or a bag or a shoe or a dress that you bought and made you happy. And not necessarily that you bought it yourself. Think about the things that were gifted to you by someone this year. Be grateful for those as well. Another suggestion is think about those happy moments with yourself. Did you have a lot of me time this year? You can also think about those precious memories that you get to spend with your loved ones. Like a quick vacation or just a walk in the forest or a walk in the park. You just went to the beach for an afternoon. Remember all those precious happy moments. And those are the things that you can actually write in your 22 things. If you able to go through each of the suggestions that I mentioned just now, I know that you will be able to write down many good memories and things that you will be grateful for. I think you might be writing beyond 22 things. Subhanallah. So go ahead, write it down. Remember all the beautiful things that happened this year and be grateful about it. I remember that it is mentioned in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says this in Surah An-Nah, chapter 16, verse 18. If you tried to count Allah's blessings, you would never be able to number them. Surely Allah is all-forgiving, most merciful. So writing down 22 things that you feel grateful for is actually just a small pinch from Allah's blessings that He has given you. Most of the times, we are unaware of it and we take it for granted. Like the air we breathe, the body that we have, our senses, even the blinking of our eyes is a blessing. Imagine that you can't blink. What would happen? So I hope that this exercise or this challenge, 22 things, will encourage you to start with your own daily gratitude journal moving forward so that you will remember to thank Allah for all the blessings that He has given you every day, every hour, and every second. Now, I'm going to share a few examples from what I wrote down in 22 things that I'm grateful for. And as a bonus, I'm also going to share a few lessons that I've learned in year 2022. I actually shared 12 lessons in my gratitude newsletter. So if you haven't subscribed yet, please check the description on this podcast episode and click on the link to subscribe. All right, the first one that I wrote down here about the 22 things I'm grateful for is 
the main highlight of my year, which is I quit my job this year. <laughs> Alhamdulillah, I am finally able to do it after thinking about it for so many months. And I know that I won't be able to do it as well if I didn't have the support of my husband and my family. So this is truly a big blessing for me. And I am definitely happy that I did this and I have come to a decision to leave my job. Alhamdulillah, I will never take it for granted. So I know this is truly, truly a huge blessing and a life changer for me. The second one is I had an amazing Ramadan this year. It was even better than the last time, Alhamdulillah. Because I had a lot of time in doing ibadah or worship. And because since I was not working at that time already, I have really utilized the time that I had during the day and during the evening. And it was easier for me to wake up early and I had time to rest during the day because I was staying at home. And Alhamdulillah, it was really an amazing Ramadan. I had a lot more connection with the Quran. Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah. And I'm looking forward for another Ramadan, inshallah. And I know that it will be even better than the last Ramadan. That was my dua. Always, always, always that I made it to the next Ramadan. And may it become the best Ramadan ever. Better than the last time. Another huge blessing for me was to be able to attend Islamic classes on-site for the first time. Alhamdulillah. And I'm very, very happy that me and my husband was able to drive all the way from Penang to KL just to attend these Islamic classes. Alhamdulillah. Another one big blessing for me is that through all these online Islamic classes, I've met a lot of new friends. I met a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of Muslim friends. Alhamdulillah. And they are all around the world. Subhanallah. I'm really, really grateful that I get a chance to connect with all these amazing sisters. And I'm really grateful that I have these beautiful, supportive, and amazing sisters. And we are all in this together in learning the deen. Subhanallah. Another big blessing for me is I have started this podcast channel. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. As I've shared before, never, never in my wildest dreams that I'm going to start a podcast and that I'm speaking to you today in this platform. Subhanallah. Another beautiful blessing for me is that I started a journaling group. So this special group is a paid subscriptions for sisters who would like to nourish their journaling habits and improve their mindfulness through journaling reflections. So what I do here is I facilitate the journaling prompts and I also give specific themes or topics for the month and I give them journaling questions to write down or reflect upon. And once in a month, we come into an online Zoom meeting and we share about our experiences, our reflections based on the topic. And I also share my own reflections from all the journaling prompts that we had in that month. Subhanallah. And I, I'm learning a lot from the sisters who are sharing their personal reflections as well. So if you're interested to join us in this journaling group, just send me a DM or just inquire in my email. 
And I'm really looking forward to welcome you in our special journaling group. Another wonderful thing that I feel really grateful for is having the time to exercise or to take care of my health. Since I'm not working and I don't have like fixed schedule to be in the office, I have time to exercise or walk outside or sometimes just go to the gym. And because my time was flexible, alhamdulillah, I do not take this for granted. And this is my way to take care of my body and to be grateful about it so that I can show up and I can do the things that I need to do and I can do my ibadah with the best of my ability and with at least like 100% strength. And I'm not losing focus or I'm not feeling sleepy and all that. I'm not sick. So Alhamdulillah, I have the time to take care of myself now this year. And of course, another beautiful blessings for me are the books. <laughs> New books this year will never run out. And I'm so happy. I'm so grateful. Aside from books, I had the chance to attend more Islamic classes. Alhamdulillah. Like I said, when I was not working anymore... I really intend the time to be used in learning and increasing my knowledge. I am making sure that I'm not wasting time just sitting at home or just watching Netflix or just doing nothing or sleeping the whole day. I make sure that I'm learning, I'm reading books, and I am completing my online classes. Alhamdulillah. Aside from that, I have also completed a few trainings and certifications as part of my self-improvement and to upskill myself as a life coach. Alhamdulillah. I think that if I did have a job, I won't be able to attend those classes because most of these were done during weekdays and during the day. I have been praying that I can attend these certifications since last year. Unfortunately, yes, I was working and I couldn't find the time. So now that I have a flexible time, Alhamdulillah, I was able to complete it. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. And so those are just a few things that I've written down in my 22 things I'm grateful for in year 2022. The rest will be just for myself. And I hope that you are inspired to write your own 22 things. Alright, here is the bonus part where I will share my top 6 lessons that I've learned this year. So I've actually written 12 in my newsletter. So again, if you haven't subscribed to it, please do so and just click on the link that I put in the description in this podcast episode. The first one, the biggest lesson for me is trusting in Allah's plans and perfect timing. There were a lot of changes and challenges that happened this year. It was so scary for me. But throughout these difficult moments is when I have truly learned how to trust in Allah. I quit my job early this year and I was worried about my finances. But so far, alhamdulillah, we are still able to manage it today and we are still able to eat three times a day. I'm not hungry. I have all the basic needs. Subhanallah. Sometimes. I just need to jump into the water and allow my trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to keep me afloat in life. And sometimes we worry about so many things 
And then we forget that all the resources, all the resigi, or all the sustenance are coming from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. We overstress and we overwork ourselves up to a point that we are exhausted just because we need to maintain our lifestyle. And in this experience, it has really shaped me into someone to look into the minimalist or just a simple lifestyle and to detach myself from the material things, not to buy so many clothes or shoes or other things that I really don't need. Subhanallah. This is really the biggest lesson for me this year. The second biggest lesson for me this year is to set intentions at the beginning of the month. This helped me cultivate mindfulness in my monthly planning. When I create goals and tasks that I need to do, I know that I'm doing something with the right intentions and not just mindlessly going through day to day. This setting intentions also helps me to prioritize my tasks, my meetings, and other activities because if it's not aligned with my intentions, then I will not do it. I have learned to say no on some other occasions. And alhamdulillah, it helped me to have clarity on my goals and direction in life. The third lesson that I've learned this year is to celebrate the small wins. Alhamdulillah. I noticed that I easily get disappointed if I left something unchecked in my to-do list. Subhanallah. <laughs> Sometimes I put myself down and I call myself lazy because I forgot or I, did, I wasn't able to accomplish all 10 things that I intend to do for today. So instead of focusing on the negative things, I sit down every Sunday and write what are the top three wins that I accomplished for that week. This made me realize that I'm not lazy. <laughs> and because I've completed the important things, then it's okay. And those that I did not complete were just minor ones actually. And I realized I get upset over the small things. So looking at my small wins, for example, just going to the gym... Even when I'm not feeling up to it, just doing it for 15 or 20 minutes, it's actually a small win for me, right? Because I was able to fight my naps. <laughs> I was able to fight my lazy self and just do the simplest thing, just walk. And with that, that's a small win. The fourth lesson that I've learned this year is it's never too late to start or restart your life. It doesn't have to be the beginning of the month that you will start or restart or reset. You can actually do this anytime that you needed it. Sometimes I messed up my schedule in the morning because it's either I overslept or I'm feeling lazy or maybe early in the morning I am scrolling in my social media, subhanallah. But then I make sure that I'm being mindful and make the intention to restart my focus on that day. So that means even if I sleep in the morning that I'm supposed to be doing something else and I got distracted, it's okay. So I just press the reset button maybe in the afternoon and start doing on the things that I need to complete. The goal is to never give up. Keep going, keep trying, and keep coming back to the straight path. 
The fifth lesson that I've learned this year is taking rest and slowing down when my body needs it. I was actually sick twice this year, which is actually not a good sign. Subhanallah. I know that I seldom get sick because sometimes we have medicine at home that we stock just for emergency purposes and we're not using it at all. It just expires. So that is a good thing, right? Means you did not even need the medicine. But this year, subhanallah, it was really a challenge for us. If not getting sick, sometimes I feel exhausted or tired at the end of the day. So this time around, I've learned to listen to my body and give it a break or rest when it's saying that I need to rest. Alhamdulillah. I told myself that slowing down and recharging my body is actually productive too. So I don't have to resist it. If I need time to rest, then I will do it. And again, this is part of my intention to take care of my health, take care of my body. Because if I'm sick, I also cannot do my worship. I cannot also be present in my family. So as much as possible, health has been my number one priority. So if I needed the rest, then I would take that rest. The sixth lesson that I've learned this year is decluttering my physical and mental space helps a lot on my focus. This has been one of my consistent themes for the month. I try to insert at least one hour in the week to declutter. Sometimes I declutter my download folders in my computer. Sometimes I declutter my WhatsApp images and videos on my phone. I just do it slow and steady. Because I still have so many things to arrange or organize at home, at the kitchen, in my closet, on my bookshelf, in my hard drive. So many things that I still need to clean up. But it's okay. Alhamdulillah, things are moving a little bit. And it's better to have 2% progress than zero progress at all, right? So inshallah, I will continue to do this decluttering habit until it becomes a consistent one. And I just want to make sure that I have the right space to welcome all the new opportunities that will come into my life. Alright, that's for the week one annual reset challenge. Again, Write your 22 things that you feel grateful for this year, 2022. That's all for now. I hope that you enjoyed this first annual reset activity. And I hope that you also do this along with me, okay? I'm excited to share more annual reset challenges in the next few weeks. And I'm so, so, so looking forward to see your progress as well. If you have questions, just send me a DM on my Instagram or send me an email. Links are also available on the description on this episode. Don't forget to share this podcast episode to your family and friends. I would really appreciate that. See you on my next episode next week, inshallah. Take care and stay safe. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Bye! Oh, one more thing before I forget. If you need help to go through the steps on how to reset and plan for the next coming year, and you also want to experience a personal 
one-on-one coaching session with me, please go ahead and click the sign up form on the description on this episode so that we can schedule that session right away. It will be my pleasure to help you and guide you on this process. If you have any questions about this session, just also send me a DM on my Instagram or send me an email. Looking forward to hear from you. Bye!